Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Pigskin Pulpit. I'm your host, the Sideline Statsman, and today we're talking the draft. But not just today. For the whole week, we're bringing you the Pigskin Pulpit Special, covering everything going over the draft. As I like to call it, it's the draft week. So for draft week, we'll be talking about mock drafts, we'll be talking about trade rumors, we'll be talking about rumors speculating about releases or who's getting picked where, if if their teams are going to trade down or up, everything you need to know, I will address them, I'll tell you if it's true or false, and I'll break news that I find out from internal sources. But focusing on today's topic, we did a Twitter mock draft. Yep, we let the fans decide who should their team pick at their spot. So for example, I put out something that said the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. Who should they pick with the first pick in the 2020 NFL Draft? And I put out a couple options, and they voted on them. And if there was an option they wanted that wasn't there, I told them to comment. And then whoever had the most votes is the one that was selected. Trust me, the results you're going to hear are insane. This episode may run over 30 minutes, so I would say buckle up. Make sure you got some snacks, and you've got some drinks next to you. Because we're going to be here for a while. So, without further ado, let's get it started. So the biggest need for the Bengals is out there. Bengals got the first pick. They're on the clock. The fans had one hour to make their pick. Once the pick was made, the person with the most votes was the selected player. And that's who they would have for their team. Then we move on to the Redskins, the Lions, and you know the same thing over and over again. Until we reach the last pick. And so I compiled everything and made the list. And I'm going to explain to you why picks were good, bad, or why they were surprised. Maybe why even the fans considered it. So let's first look at the Cincinnati Bengals. So we know their needs. We know who they're probably going to select. But the question is, what do the Bengals fans want? And I think they made it very clear. So with the first pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select... Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. It's obvious. We know the Bengals have been looking at a quarterback. It's like they've been desiring it. They knew they were going to want the Heisman guy, without a doubt. And it's for good reason. Joe Burrow has elite football intelligence. No doubt in my mind, he's like the smartest quarterback in this draft. He solves almost every riddle a defense can pose to him before the snap. So he can really decipher what's going on on the field. He's a refined pocket passer with an innate sense of the pocket. He really has a good feel for it and knows when the pressure's coming. He's got a great sense of it. He will defeat pressure with his legs and arms alike. He's not the fastest quarterback. He's not a traditional dual threat. But he can move. He can still have a little hustle, which is similar to what Aaron Rodgers does. Aaron Rodgers definitely got some hustle, but he's he's a traditional pocket-passing quarterback. He really works well in a spread offense, you know, the modern kind, where he can pretty much figure out, solve spaces in the defense and read the full field so he can disperse the ball to the right spot. Now, with intangibles that are just through the roof, I mean, he's just the face of the franchise prospect and just, you plug him in, he's going to play. He's your plug-and-play starter. For the Bengals, this makes the most sense, and I really like this pick for them. It's most obvious. This now brings me into the second pick now. The Washington Redskins are on the clock. 
This one, pretty obvious as well. We know they need an edge rusher. And we know that the Redskins also need a tight end, an interior lineman, and a receiver. We know that. It's all obvious. But what's the most obvious thing you're supposed to do? Take the guy with the talent. The most talented player in the draft. And I agree, this guy's the most talented. So with the second pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, these Washington Redskins select Chase Young, edge defender, Ohio State. I think this was obvious once again. It's possible that this is going to change up, but I don't see it happening. He's just, the reason why is just because he's a rare defensive prospect. He's got, he's got an elite skill set that hits every single point. He's mainly going to fit in a 4-3 system, and that's really what the Redskins have there because their linebacker core only goes so deep. Need an edge guy, 4-3. He could really play defensive end. He could play at the linebacker position. He plays anywhere. He is without limitations, and any minor concerns about his projection really to the next level are just really minor things like media presence. That's really what it is. He's an instant impact player with the upside to be one of the most prolific defensive playmakers in the entire NFL. 100%. Kind of like what you what you saw last season with Barrett. Barrett changed the game every time he was on, on there for the snap. Same thing for Khalil Mack, who can play defensive end and linebacker. I consider him an edge. And TJ Watt, too. I think he's polished, he's powerful, he's athletic, and he just features every desirable physical trait needed to excel in the NFL. He's got everything you need. He's the guy. He's got to be in there. He's just the top first-round talent in any draft. It doesn't matter where you put him, he's the guy to go to. So the Redskins fans, you made a good pick. Let's go now to the third pick in the draft, which belongs to the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions are a confusing situation, just a little bit. The Lions need a corner, they need a D-lineman, interior, and they need an edge guy. Unfortunately, the edge just came off the board. So now, what do the Lions fans want? I think it's obvious who this is going to be, so I'm just going to save all the little hubbala and just tell you. With the third pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Detroit Lions select Jeffrey Okuda, cornerback from Ohio State. I think this was a very obvious pick for the Lions. I've been hearing a lot about them trading the pick. I saw a couple people comment they should trade the pick, but it didn't happen. Okuda is going to the Lions. I mean, players with his flexibility and fluidity just don't have his length and size. He's just something you don't find in a cornerback prospect. He's got everything to be one of the most dominant corners in the game. Look, even players with such a physical profile like him don't even have the eyes or mind that he does. He's got everything you want. I mean, his elite ability to play with both his eyes in the backfield and his back to the ball, just comes from extremely quick eyes, a balanced base, and insane reactionary athleticism. Everything he has, I mean, it's it's what you want. And because they just lost Darius Slay, this is a perfect fit for the Detroit Lions. Now that the Lions are off the board, the Giants are up with the fourth pick. The Giants need a linebacker, they need an O-lineman. Those are their two needs. But the question is, what are they going to pick here? And I asked the fans because it's really tight. And this vote was tight. So I'm going to tell you 
who the Giants picked. With the fourth pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter Draft, the New York Giants select Isaiah Simmons, linebacker Clemson. For some reason, Giants fans really want Isaiah Simmons. I don't, I don't disagree. I really think it's a good idea to grab a linebacker now with everything you just lost in the offseason and all the releases you made. But I do think Simmons is just versatile, and you could put him anywhere. You could put him at the linebacker. You could put him on the line even. Or you could put him in the secondary or as a corner. He plays really well at any position in the secondary. He has unbelievable length and athletic gifts that just make him a sensible fit for any positions, which could be Mike linebacker, Sam linebacker, could be a strong safety, even a nickel left end. I mean, not left end. He could even be a nickel linebacker if he needed to. Simmons is just explosive, and he's an asset versus the running pass alike. Game changer should be just really covered as a three-down linebacker hybrid defender. He's just like a chess piece every week for the defense. You can, for one week, if you're paying the Raiders, drop him into the secondary. Um, the following week, you're playing the Dolphins, drop him into the Sam linebacker position for that game. You can put him anywhere you want. It's all about strategy with him. And that's a player the Giants could really benefit from. Let's go to the Dolphins now. They have the fifth pick in the draft. We all know what they're going to go with, so I'll just save you guys the time. With the fifth pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback, Alabama. I've been hearing a lot about Justin Herbert. I know, but the fans have spoken in Miami. They really want Tua. I saw some votes for Herbert, but Tua was the most desired guy from the fans. And I, I see why. He's just got a skill set that translates really well to the style of offense that productive teams employ. And they're looking to be productive next season. That's what the Miami Dolphins want. So, his quick processing skills, trigger, accuracy, and ability to remain comfortable under duress are just exceptional qualities that give him a good chance to succeed at the next level. So he's got a really great upside because he has a great sense of every trait as quarterback. The only downside, people really don't know how he's going to be in the NFL because of his health issues. Had a hip injury last season that ended that ended his season, and then he had injuries and surgeries where he had to take care of his ankles and get bars and rods put in just to make sure like they kind of restructured it. We have to make sure that he's healthy enough and that he is worth the risk. If he stays healthy, he's the franchise guy. If he can't, it's a waste of talent, and it sucks because that's kind of like what Marcus Mariota was. Great talent coming out of college, but unfortunately he got injured a lot and it affected his decision-making because he was under pressure so much he couldn't make the right calls, and he was afraid of getting injured. And he actually ended with more injuries. So Miami, I like the pick. Very risky, but if it all pays off, you guys got a good future ahead of you. Let's move to the sixth pick now, which belongs to the Los Angeles Chargers. This one was tough. And I mean it was tough. Because the Chargers need a QB. But they also want to tackle in a corner. They can get, they want one of those three. Take a corner now is too early. Because you would have to go with Henderson from Florida. Taking a quarterback now would make the most sense. So here's what the Chargers fans did. With the sixth pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft. The Los Angeles Chargers select Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle, Iowa. I don't hate the pick. Let me just put that out there. I don't hate it. 
but I don't like it. It's an average pick. I like it because you can, you needed the help on the line because you lost a few people in free agency, but at the same time, you need a real leader on your team, and I don't know if Tyrod Taylor fits that bill. But apparently the fans trust him, so I'm going to let them do what they want. But Wirfs, great talent. Great. Easily one of the top offensive lineman talents out there. So he's going to be the first offensive tackle off the board now. He's just a plug-and-play starter at the next level. That's all he is, really. I mean, you could move him inside, play him at the guard position, but, I mean, what's the need to? His vertical pass sets aren't where he's best, and playing him inside limits the exposure to those pass sets, so that would make sense there. But on that same note, I do believe that giving him the shot at the tackle position first will will help them figure out, was it worth the pick here to have him as a tackle if he can't play the tackle position right in passing sets? It's important. I mean, he's got tremendous ability in space. He's got a strong anchor. His feet are fluid and work really smoothly. And they're, he's just got pads that explode. So he's got explosive hands to get up there and force D-Lyman back. He's good at that. That's his big strength. So he can fit in any scheme, and his candidacy to kick inside will just provide greater value to protect against any risk of being a bust. Wirfs has a nice ability to really be something big for these Chargers team. I still wish they did consider Herbert, though. Let's move on now to the next pick, which belongs to the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers have this next pick here, and there's no doubt in my mind they're looking for a corner, a lineman, or a D-lineman inside. I think the D-lineman could wait a little bit, 100%. But let's see what the Carolina Panthers fans said. With the seventh pick... In the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Carolina Panthers select Derek Brown, interior defensive lineman, Auburn. I'm not mad at the pick. I think I put down the same thing for me in the first round because I do believe Brown is the best pick available at that point because of where the Panthers are positioned. But now that Herbert's falling, you have a chance to grab a quarterback to have as a backup too. So I'm keeping that in mind too. But it's not needed at the moment. As bad as what position they were trying to fill. So I like the pick. He's And it's really because he's just one of the most complete D-line prospects that you're going to see in the draft process for a while. He's one of the best you're going to see. Um, odd fronts, even fronts, two-cap defender, or just as a penetration player, Brown is dynamic and wins in any way you could possibly need him to. Any way you need him to get past the offensive lineman to make a play, he will find it. And he will beat him. The power itself wins on first contact or gaps with consistency and just the upper body power himself, that motor and his instincts are just plus qualities. Obviously, he's just a plug-and-play starter. You plug him into the defense, he's going to play at the top level. Obviously, in my opinion, all pro caliber. Guy really has got some strong upside. So let's now go on to the next team, which would be the Arizona Cardinals with the 8th pick. Let's see what the Cardinals decided to do with this pick. I'm nervous. I'll just tell you what their biggest needs are here first. Cardinals looking to a tackle, an interior lineman, and an edge. What did the fans say? 
with the eighth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft on Twitter. The Arizona Cardinals select Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle, Alabama. I mean, this is a smart pick for them. I really like it. He's refined blocker with great technique, mobility, power, and body control. All that together just makes him a dominant performer when it comes to pass protection. As a run blocker, tremendous functional strength. That way he can create a vertical push and work angles into that run game. So while he's developed wonderfully at the tackle position as well, there's no reason to believe he can't even transition to play both sides. He's traditionally a right tackle, but he can also play the left. He can make that transition. There's no need to doubt that. With his mechanics, it should be simple for him. With He's a blue-chip talent and just a plug-and-play star in the NFL. Plug him anywhere in the, on that offensive line he'll play. Left side, right side, don't matter. He has the upside to easily be one of the top tackles in the league by his third year. So, pretty good call by the Cardinals here. I like it. But now, let's go to the ninth pick. We're going to the Jaguars now. And Jaguars fans, I just want to let you guys know, sometimes you could be a little crazy. And this draft really showed it. So what the Jaguars really need is a corner, a safety, or just a defensive lineman in general. Or even, even an edge rusher to go with Josh Allen over there. You need somebody. So let's figure this out. What did the fans say? I'm scared. The Jaguars decide that with the ninth pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver, Oklahoma. For the record, I don't like this pick, but I know why they need it. The receiving core is injured and depleted. I get the reason. But this is too early. Too early. I like the idea of pairing him with DJ Chark, but again, I'm going to keep saying it, it's too early for a wide receiver. CeeDee Lamb profiles as the number one wide receiver at the next level that can really be the focal point of the passing attack. He's a threat at all levels of the field with blue chip body control, ball skills, hands, and instincts. Lamb has a notable transition ahead of him in terms of actually applying his traits against NFL corners well, compared to the ones he toyed with in the Big 12. But his natural gifts really should accelerate the acclimation to the NFL. So it shouldn't, his transition shouldn't take that long. And his speed and hands are really what's going to help him at the next level. And he can easily develop into one of the premier playmakers in the NFL by his third year. Lamb, I like the idea. Just don't think it should happen now. Sorry, Jags. But it's okay, because that one move affected the entire thing. It changed the entire draft. So what does that leave the Browns now with the 10th pick? Let's see what the Browns fans said. With the 10th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Cleveland Browns select Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle, Georgia. So the Browns chose an offensive tackle. I agree. It's their biggest need. You need somebody to work with Jack Conklin on the outside. That way they can keep Baker Mayfield safe in the pocket. With that addition, there should be no reason the Browns should fail next year. He's got strong experience in a pro scheme and executing against even the best opponents college football has to offer. 
given that he's from Georgia, so he plays in the SEC and plays against the best teams out there. As a run blocker, he's outstanding and just makes is just going to be an immediate impact blocker immediately once you place him on the line. With that said, though, there is a need for him to get better with his footwork in pass protection just to develop some consistency in his handling speed. That's all. But there may be some lowlights early on because he's got to iron out his technique, but he has all the gifts to become a high-quality tackle in the NFL. 100%. So good pick from the Browns here. I like it. Let's go to the 11th pick to the New York Jets fans. The Jets fans have had bad luck in recent years because the team has made some serious mistakes when it comes to drafting. I mean, Sam Darnold, great pick. Quinn Williams, great pick. They made some good picks over the last few years. Before that, they couldn't draft for anything. So let's see what the Jets fans want. With the 11th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the New York Jets select Mackay Becton, offensive tackle Louisville. Love this pick. Great pick by the Jets. That's now all four major offensive tackles off the board, which means you'd have to wait till later in the round to take the next offensive tackle. So they got a good steal here, stopping them from being taken from like the Bucks or even the 49ers or Raiders. All three teams are right after the Jets. The Jets are smart to take the last guy now. Becton has all the length and functional power in the world, just pairing it with a rare blend of flexibility and size. He's a brawler in the run game, so he really is good at stopping the run. Or at least, well, not stopping the run. Protecting the running back and making sure he's got gaps to run through. He's very good at that. But And it's simply because just his pure size overwhelms all the pass rushers off the edge. I mean, there's still some technique issues, which can be ironed out a lot like Thomas, but generally speaking, he his ceiling is really high. And there's a foundation there that should allow him to get some early production at the tackle position. So great call here by the Jets to get a tackle. Helps out Bell a lot. But what does this mean now for the Raiders with the 12th pick? Let's see. The Raiders' needs are pretty interesting. They need a corner, they need a receiver, they need a Dean lineman. But which is the more which should be prioritized? I think a lot of fans have been talking about getting CJ Henderson if he falls, but I think I know where this is going to go. With the 12th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Henry Ruggs III, wide receiver, Alabama. Smart call at the wide receiver position. I'm not mad about it. They need a serious weapon to give to Derek Carr so they can make some serious moves this year. I like it a lot, to be honest with you. Ruggs, one wrong angle really with him or a misstep from the defense He's going to get six points because just his ability to accelerate and kick it into the next gear is insane and unheard of. And he's not just a burner. Like, it's not even just that. He's just a polished wide receiver that competes as a blocker. He's got enough strength to be a strong blocker in running situations. So that's going to help out Josh Jacobs a lot, too, if he has to make an outside run. So labeling him as just a fast guy is disrespectful to his overall game. Is I mean, he's more than just a fast receiver. He's a complete receiver. 
It shouldn't take long for him to become a starting receiver in the NFL and just be considered one of the most dangerous offensive weapons in the league. 100%. He's just a matchup nightmare for corners given the attention he's going to command and just a lack of defensive backs that can keep pace with him. Even at the NFL level. A lot of defensive backs can't keep up with his speed. He's going to be like this draft's Tyreek Hill. That's more or less what it's going to be. He's going to be Tyreek Hill of this draft. But now, what does this spell for the Niners? They lost some serious players. They lost Emmanuel Sanders now. They need somebody to go with Debo and Marquise Goodwin up there. They need an extra guy. But at the same time, the 49ers do need a corner, and they need an interior lineman, and they need a D lineman. If I'm the Niners, I would consider Henderson here now. I wouldn't let him fall any further. But let's see what the 49ers picked. With the 13th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Jerry Judy, wide receiver, Alabama. I get the need for wide receiver, trust me, but the class is so deep. Why would you go receiver now? You have the 31st pick too. You could have waited later in the round to get a receiver. There was no need. There was no need. But you got him. Let's go. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Judy's a top shelf receiving prospect anyway who's just got elite footwork. 100%. He's got great route running ability and just a suddenness to be a big play producer in the NFL. So he's got dynamic foot speed and just great route running and he just really could project favorably to any passing offense you want him in. So for the Niners, this would work out really well for them. Alabama's offensive diversity in 2018 and 2019 just has Judy well-versed in a different amount of routes, and his fundamentals and techniques will net early booming results for whoever selects him in 2020. In short, Judy is a complete receiver, could be the best in this draft. Only competition is his teammate Henry Ruggs. But I really like this pick. Just wish it would have happened later for a different receiver. They could have taken somebody with a little more talent at a different position. Because now if you wait, you're going to get somebody else who has less talent at the position where you really need help, not really at the wide receiver spot. But I get it. Could have waited to the 31st pick and gotten T. Higgins from Clemson, but it's okay. But now this puts Tampa in a tough situation, who have the 14th pick. The Buccaneers need a tackle, a running back, or an interior lineman, even a quarterback. So there's also a possibility they could take Justin Herbert here. You could also look at the possibility they take an interior lineman. So that can mean that Cesar Ruiz gets picked really early. And then at the tackle position, the only guy next up you could take is either Josh Jones or you would take Austin Jackson from USC, who needs a little development and is pretty much a day two guy. Instead, what the, for some reason, the fans decided was this. With the 14th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Austin Jackson, offensive tackle USC. Buccaneers fans, what are you thinking? Buccaneers fans, what are you thinking? I'm a Buccaneer, for all of you guys know that, guys that don't know, I grew up a Buccaneers fan. So I've taken serious liberty into looking into account what Tampa should do. 
because I'm being very careful with them as well. And if there's no offensive tackle available, I would rather take a running back or a quarterback at this position. Because right now, Justin Herbert just fell. I would take him here and let him learn behind Brady. Or at the running back position, I could take DeAndre Swift here instead of doing what all the fans want and wait till the second round to get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire from LSU. But instead, the, the fans wanted Jackson. So let me tell you about Jackson. He's a promising tackle prospect who really just has all the physical tools to develop into a quality starter. He has the tools. He's not immediately a plug-and-play like the other four were. He's just got to make some significant improvements in his fundamentals just before he's ready to fill that role, though. I'll put it this way. He's inconsistent with his footwork, his hand placement, his weight distribution, and his framing of blocks. Yet the Bucks fans voted for him because it was a need and it was on the top of the list. We need an offensive tackle, don't matter who it is. It really does matter. If it's not one of those four guys, we can't do it. But they're, the Bucks fans are set on it. Jackson's Early reps are likely to yield irregular and inconsistent results if you play him immediately. He's just best in a zone-heavy rushing offense, which the Bucks don't have, where his mobility can win spacing at the point of attack. And honestly, I don't get it. I don't know why they picked him. That's probably my most hated pick I've done so far. But let's just say a lot of teams get a benefit from them not picking somebody that had more value to the team. So let's keep going. With the 15th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Denver Broncos select Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, LSU. I like it, and I get why. Again, the Broncos could have waited a little bit, but the fans really want a receiver to go with Cortland Sutton, and Justin Jefferson is an impact guy. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But there's still a need for the cornerback, and there was a need for a tackle. You could have taken C.J. Henderson here, got the problem solved. Nope, we'll just take a receiver now. Thank you very much. However, Justin Jefferson does project as an impact starter at when he hits the NFL. He just, he's got the size, the quickness, the route running, the polish on that, and just reliable hands in the slot position. But don't mistake him for just being a slot receiver. He can really play the outside well. He has the physicality, the footwork to win on the boundary against any kind of press coverage. He'll be a sufficient weapon for any starting quarterback, so it's really going to help lock out a lot. He may not necessarily be the best as the focal point of the, of the offense, but he's a deadly number two. And that's really what the Broncos need is a number two. So I, I'm okay with this pick. Not the best pick but I like the pick still. So, good call by the Broncos fans. Let's go to the next pick. With the 16th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select C.J. Henderson, cornerback, University of Florida. I really like this pick. I don't think Henderson's going to fall this far, but I do like how Atlanta would pounce on it just like that because they really do need somebody like him on the team. Henderson's got the length, the ball skills, fluid hips, and he's got route recognition that give him the safe, the ceiling of an outside cornerback at the Pro Bowl level. He will need to be more selective, though, with his aggressive plays and coverage, 
just be a little more selective. And then just be more attentive to making sure he secures tackles to reach that ceiling. He's ultra sticky at the catch point, and his skills are best implemented in press man coverage at the next level. So I do believe that Henderson can get, is more of a guy that's going to generate turnovers, and he's going to have a high ceiling as long as he makes sure to complete his tackles through the entire process, and if he just controls how aggressive he can be in certain coverage situations. But again, Atlanta, great pick. If he falls to you, great pick. But now this brings up the next team, who's kind of waiting for something. And that would be the Cowboys. Cowboys have been struggling. Not a single safety's been off the board, and that's a big need for them. The Cowboys need an edge, a corner, an interior lineman. Because they took Henderson, that hurts them. So they could address any position they want. I've been hearing a lot about the safety position. Cowboys fans have been talking about it. Let's see if they stand by it. With the 17th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama. Good pick. They lost Jeff Heath. They need a guy to replace him deep. I like the call. I mean, he's got plus tackling skills in space, strong football IQ, and a great knack for just hunting the football in all phases. He knows where the football is. He knows how to track it down and get to it. Very good at that. So he's more of like a ball hawk safety. He is going to be a difference maker and just an explosive play creator. It doesn't matter where you throw that ball. He's going to read the quarterback. He's going to go chase it down. That's the kind of guy the Cowboys need so they can stay on the field more with the offense. McKinney's versatility should keep him on the field at all times, and he's just shown ability to thrive as a deep third or half safety. In the nickel, blitzing as a pressure player, keying the run, and bunch more. Do-it-all defender and just a plug-and-play starter. This is from the scouting reports I've been getting. Everything I've been saying is coming from scouting reports I've been reading and hearing from. These are, these are what I'm hearing. McKinney, great pick for the Cowboys here. And fans really know what they're talking about on that one. The Dolphins now show up back on the clock at pick 18 with their second pick in the round. And now the Dolphins have to figure out what do they need. They just got their quarterback. They got two attack of Aloha. Who do the Dolphins take next? Do they go tackle? Do they go offensive lineman? Or do they go safety? Let's see what the Dolphins selected. With the 18th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Miami Dolphins select Josh Jones, offensive tackle, Houston. I like the pick. I'm not mad about it. Could have been a little later. But I'm sure another team would have taken him by then. So I'm okay with this. He's got a high ceiling, low floor, who is just a dream for an offensive lineman. Great guy to work with. His natural skills, he shows dominant physical flashes on the field and just possesses the athletic ability to be a dominant pass blocker and weapon in the run game. But his skills need significant polish from the ground up. He's raw. He's just raw with his pass sets and footwork, and sometimes he can be a little reactive in live action to overset or over-pursue. So he might not, he might set a little too early, or he might go too far on the set and maybe pursue a player for too long. Ideally, he can be weaned into a starting role in the NFL. So he's going to have to be worked in, but he has a lot of potential and just needs to be really, put a little more control on him. But now this leads us to the next pick. With the 19th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, 
the Las Vegas Raiders select Javid Kinlaw, interior defensive lineman, South Carolina. Love this pick. I really like it. Here's the deal. Kinlaw, his build, his hand power, and explosiveness make him an ideal gap defender in the NFL, mainly in the B-gap. Whether that comes as uh, as a 3-T or a 5-T on fronts. So he's got the ability to collapse the point of attack with his punch. It's impressive. It just allows him to transition into a variety of hand counters in order to really just clear his frame and push for the to get penetration in the pocket. He immediately should be an impact starter the second he hits the field. The next pick belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars at 20. What will they do? With the 20th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Christian Fulton, cornerback, LSU. I like this pick. I like it because the Jaguars needed a corner. Instead of getting Henderson, they got the guy that they also wanted, Christian Fulton, if they couldn't get Henderson, which I really like. So Henderson was not available. They got him, and early on, they skipped on him just so they could draft a wide receiver which actually addresses the need on the offense. So I really like the decision there because of how it ended up. Fulton, terrific cornerback. He's mainly primarily for press man or bump and run heavy coverage defenses, which really can work with the Jaguars defense. But with his long frame, he's just not at his best when he's put over the top of routes. But if he is provided the chance to play in phase and attack targets from the hip, He's a high-end cover corner with excellent mirror skills, physicality, length, and tackling. He hasn't found much in the way of ball production, but he is also blanket in man coverage who won't get tested a lot. So when it comes to man coverage, this man is who you want on your team. But sometimes if you put him over the top, it allows a lot of leverage for the receiver rather than him. So that's a little weak spot for him. But he's just, he's very physical He's great at mirroring the actions of the wide receiver and keeping up with him. And he's just got the length and the tackling ability to prevent big plays from happening. Great pick by the Jaguars. The next pick belongs to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with a lot of people going off the board, the Eagles are kind of in a tough situation. So let's see what the fans picked. With the 21st pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Patrick Queen, linebacker, LSU. I really like it. They need a linebacker. They lost a couple guys in free agency, including Kamu Hill, who's really good in special teams. And Patrick Queen can play in special teams if it's done right. He's got the sideline-to-sideline range to step into the Mike linebacker role and has the impact in pass coverage to serve as a three-down linebacker which is a critical blend that should really help boost his value. He's not a thud linebacker and just excels most when he's given free range to scrape and flow. But his football IQ does allow him to beat blockers to the spot. He's just an impact starter and just a great plug-and-play rookie. That's a guy you should look into 100%. Great pick by the Eagles there. I really commend it. Let's move on now to the next team who has a 22nd pick, the Minnesota Vikings. He heard a lot about getting a receiver now, but I don't know. We're going to find out right now. 
with the 22nd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft on Twitter. The Minnesota Vikings select Jeff Gladney, cornerback, TCU. I like the pick for the corner. I commend it. It could have waited, but now is a good time to get him. I, I respect it. Gladney, just versatile in man and zone coverage. It's going to serve him well, very well. And he's going to be a universal prospect as a result of that. He would really be best served in defenses that have a um, high implementation of man coverage in their defense because of his foot quickness and his ball skills. But playing him in a primary cover three is probably the role where his qualities would be mitigated. So he really they wouldn't really pop like they would. His IQ really is going gonna, is gonna to help him get early dividends to his team. It's going to help him a lot. So great pick by the Vikings there. You got a placement for Xavier Rhodes, and you got a really good substation for Mackenzie Alexander. I like it. Keep in mind, we've gone through all these picks, and not a single quarterback has gone off the board since Tua. So let's see what happens here. With the 23rd pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the New England Patriots select Justin Herbert, quarterback, Oregon. I cannot explain to you how surprised I was by this. I couldn't believe that Justin Herbert is going to New England because and the fans let him get to New England. Patriots fans want him, and I respect it. But I don't think he's going to get there. He won't even get close. However, it's a good fit. He has all the physical tools to really be a franchise QB, mainly just for a vertical passing offense, though. The Patriots don't have a vertical passing offense. Very different. They like short plays. That's why I don't really like the fit. He really doesn't fit them. He really presents as a player consistency issues when it comes to timing his throws and having some lapses under pressure that are really troublesome, a lot like Jameis Winston. His other issue is ball security, Jameis Winston, who, so Herbert, will need to be aided by high-level interior play so he can be protected from consistent duress, which is what the Patriots will do. If everything does click right, he's going to be a top-tier talent, but putting him in the wrong situation, it's going to be nuclear. It won't be good. So let's consider here. I think the Patriots fans made a good pick, not the best pick, but not the worst pick. It was a decent pick. They needed a quarterback, and they took a risk on Herbert. It's okay. This pushes us to the 24th pick now, which is owned by the New Orleans Saints. The Saints should be looking for a linebacker, corner, or receiver. This is what they get. With the 24th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the New Orleans Saints select Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Did they really just pick Jordan Love at 24? Let me explain something to you Saints fans. Let me read the reports so you understand what you just did. Possesses a high-level physical skill set and peaks on tape that reveal the ceiling of a potential dynamic NFL starting quarterback. Great. Great. High ceiling. His arm talent and mobility is perfect for the trends of today's NFL, and there is no limitations to what he can do on the field. That's amazing. The full playbook is open for love and then some. But with that said, 
he does need to make notable strides in several areas, including decision-making, timing, and accuracy to meet that ceiling. An investment in love early is a bet on yourself to be able to develop his overall game, but his upside is worth the calculated risk. So he comes with a lot of baggage and a lot of risk because his accuracy is off, his timing's off, his decision making's off. Is that really somebody you want on your team to work for? You really want to work on him and develop him to take over for Breeze? A man who's got all that talent, but is lacking in the key areas to even keep the play alive. Why? Honestly, Jordan Love is a second round pick not a first. And the fact that the Saints fans wanted him now at 24 makes no sense. But it's okay. I'm not a Saints fan. I'm not going to speak on that. It should have been somebody else. But I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let it go for now. The Vikings are back on the clock now at the 25th pick where they decide to select Clavon Chasen, Edge, LSU. I really like the pick. They needed an edge rusher. I'm surprised the Vans didn't go for a receiver, but it's all right. It's all right. Because they did need the edge position. There's a lot of receivers in the draft. You could always wait until the next round to get them. And I like that idea. So Chasen is just a a dynamic threat. Poses elite versatility, explosiveness, and a prototypical build to play a hybrid edge. He could play the edge position, linebacker, or he can really go on the defensive end and play. It's great. It's dynamic. It's strong. It's what they need. He's still developing, though, as a pass rusher, so there is that note to make, but his effectiveness in in speed rushes and just inside stunts, it's going to give him a pathway to some early disruption, which is really what they want. I will say, though, he's a high-end run defender with length and heavy hands and just a natural in that regard. Sky's the limit, worth the investment, Smart pick by the Vikings and the fans. Gotta give them that. The fans are really picking smart for the Vikings. This now goes to the 26th pick, which is held by the Dolphins. Their third pick in the draft in the first round. What do the fans want? If I'm them, I would want to go running back here, save it, try to go for that. If I can't get that, I would try to go for a safety or interior lineman. I don't know if they're going to get it. But the fans decide... That with the 26th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft to select Yeter Grossmatos, the edge rusher from Penn State. I like it. I would debate that over having AJ Epineza over him, but it's still a good pick. Why? He's just got a loaded, uh, a loaded box of traits. And in those traits, He's compiled 94 tackles, 34 and a half tackles for loss, and 17 sacks in his last two seasons at Penn State. Great stats. He is still developing his processing skills, but he has every quality you need to get a dynamic pass rusher and run defender at the next level. That's just all you need to know. Grossmodis has everything. I'm okay with that for the Dolphins. That was a good pick. They get a guy that creates a lot of pressure. It's good. So, good pick by the Dolphins. This brings us to the Seahawks now, who have the 27th pick. In this case, the Seahawks should be looking to an interior lineman, an edge, or a tackle. And this is what the Seahawks fans chose. With the 27th pick 
In the 2020 NFL Twitter Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select A.J. Epineza, edge rusher from Iowa. I like this pick for them. They needed the edge rusher. They got him to replace Jadavion Clowney. He's a dynamic defensive playmaker over his last two seasons at Iowa, where he actually racked up 30.5 tackles for loss, 22 sacks, 8 forced fumbles, and 7 pass deflections. He is great at swatting passes down and getting to the quarterback. He's very good at that. His blend of length, devastating power, technique, and urgency give him the chance to do the same in the NFL. So he's got a really good chance of being something big in the NFL. So this is just a tailor-made fit for the Patriots style of defensive lineman, though. because So he's really designed for Patriots. But I will say that length and heavy hands to control at the point of attack are big, and I think that's something the, the Seahawks could really use. So... Great pick for Epineza by the fans. Let's go now to the 28th pick for the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are in a tough situation because they need to make sure that they are at the best chance, that they have the best chance to compete next year and make the Super Bowl and win it with Lamar Jackson. He just won an MVP. Now you got to build around him. Here's what they're going to do, according to the fans. With the 28th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter Draft, the Ravens select Kenneth Murray, linebacker Alabama. I'm not mad at it. I'm not happy about it, though. Because the Ravens did need a linebacker. I get that. But you didn't need him now. You could have waited until day two. You could have went with the interior lineman and got Cesar Ruiz, who can replace Marshall Yonda. But instead, you went with the linebacker and didn't wait till the next day to go for one. So, you dug your own grave. Because the actual projection is for Murray to be a day two pick. He's got a high ceiling in a different scheme, because he struggled to generate a high-impact play between the tackles as he was constantly scraping and working to redirect his momentum to the backfield. So he projects really to a 3-4 system or a 4-3 role as a Sam linebacker, which I don't even know if that would really work for him in Baltimore. That allows him to play directly downhill into the trees and blow up blockers, while he can still make strong plays to the boundary with his speed and length at his size. So this would be really good if you can employ the system to match his skill set. He's got great upside, don't get me wrong. But if he's not deployed correctly, it's going to go wrong really quickly. So, I think it was a risk that they shouldn't have taken. But it's okay, it's fine. Let's go on now to the Titans, who have the 29th pick. With the 29th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter Draft, the Tennessee Titans select Jalen Johnson, cornerback, Utah. I'm very curious about this pick. I know the Titans need a corner. They could have gone edge here. They could have gone interior defensive lineman here. But they went corner, took a risk, and took Jalen Johnson. Johnson has great length and physicality to play press coverage. So he'll really have the most chance for success if he's tasked with playing that perimeter corner in a press pressure, heavy defensive system. 
because he really just lacks the mobility, foot speed, and reaction skills to really thrive off coverage. So if you're going to take him, you have to be ready to play him inside of five yards so you can afford him just the best chance to succeed. you got to play him within five yards. If you don't, not going to happen. Can't let him play off because he doesn't have the, the athleticism to keep up. So unless the Titans plan on employing that, it's not going to work out. Let's go to the 30th pick now, which is owned by the Green Bay Packers. With the 30th pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Green Bay Packers select LaVisca Chenault Jr., wide receiver, Colorado. I really like it. I like going receiver here. I will say, though, Packers did need a wide receiver. It was their number one need. They needed also a tight end, and they also needed an interior lineman on the defense. But I like Chenault because his injuries history has really taken narrative over his actual performance. He literally hits every box you'd want from a receiver prospect entering the NFL. The only issue is his production. He, his physical ability itself to make plays is insane. He has the explosiveness, he's got the physicality, the short area quickness, the hands, and the speed to be a high-volume receiver at the alpha level in the NFL. He can really just beat press on the boundary and really should produce immediately. But again, you got to be ready to get him more production and you got to ease him into that because he didn't really receive a lot of that at Colorado. So now this leads us to the 31st pick, which belongs to the San Francisco 49ers. With the 31st pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Cesar Ruiz, interior offensive lineman from Michigan. I like this pick. I was mad at them earlier for deciding to go with a wide receiver. But again, they actually hit their need later on, and they got Cesar Ruiz. I'm very happy about this because Ruiz... Only started 31 games for Michigan and had 26 of those at the center and five at the guard. So he could play guard and he could play center. Mainly a center, but he could play a guard, which is really what they need. They need a lot of that. He's got size, power, mobility, and technique. Just he just he just projects really well to any interior spot on the line. So for such a big guy, though, he's got outstanding mobility and he's really effective working laterally and in space. So he's very versatile. For his size, he's really mobile, which is surprising. But he does have room to grow. So he's got some timing elements he's got to work on a little bit in pass protection. And if he drops some bad weight on his frame, it's really going to help him a lot. So he's going to be an early impact star in the NFL with the upside to be the pillar of the line of the line for years to come. Great pick by the Niners. Fans, you really know what you're talking about when it comes to that. So good pick, Niners fans. And finally, with the last pick, with the 32nd pick in the 2020 NFL Twitter draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select A.J. Terrell, cornerback, Clemson. I'm okay with this. Not a fan of it, but it's okay. The Chiefs needed a corner, but they also need an interior lineman and a running back. Ruiz is gone, so you got to wait. And then at the running back position, you could take somebody like DeAndre Swift. You could take J.K. Dobbins. You could take Jonathan Taylor, but it's okay. Because Terrell was the next next guy up on the cornerback list. He has a loaded toolbox to be really good in man coverage. He's long, he's rangy, and just fluid with good eye discipline so he can beat throws. He uses his eyes really well so he can beat, beat the throws and help him and his team make 
turnovers, which is just what they need. They need the defense and the secondary to step up to make turnovers, and Terrell's a good pick here for them. He also finds considerable success in soft press coverage, and he is extremely sticky crowding routes in quick game. He's got to add some play strength and become consistent as a, as a tackler, but he does project as a versatile starter with an overall exciting ceiling, really, but mainly scheme-specific. So I'm, I'm okay with it, but it's not my favorite call, really, from the, uh, just really from the Chiefs overall. But I'm okay with it. So yeah, guys, that was the, um, that was the fans' mock draft on Twitter for the first round. I'm, uh, I'm okay with it for the overall part, but a lot of picks change the aspects for other teams. So on that note, it might actually really be a little unrealistic. So, for example, the one I really like the most from all the picks, I like Chase Young to the Redskins. They really need their help and the pressure there, and he's going to provide it for them. The best surprise I found on this list definitely goes to the Chargers because getting Tristan Wirfs is really going to help the line and bolsters a good position. Worst pick I saw on this thing goes to the Buccaneers. No way you're taking Austin Jackson that high. It's BS. BS. Not an impact starter off the bat. You don't need him. I would rather take a running back at that spot before I take Austin Jackson. But the worst surprise out of all of them, besides the Bucks picks, I already cited them. The worst surprise I found was seeing... Patriots take Justin Herbert because it doesn't fit their system. It's not like Bill Belichick to do that. And the fact the fans want Justin Herbert speaks volumes for what they what what the organization's doing. Organization won't listen to the fans who are doing what they need to do, and that's why they always win. So you know what? I'm actually I would be really happy if the Patriots don't listen to the fans. Because this th- that was a horrible pick. But it's alright. The fans selected it. I've said my piece. So thank you guys for listening today to your mock draft and my beliefs and ratings on it. So make sure to follow me on Twitter at tstatsman because we'll be doing more of these more often. And then on Instagram at v.sideline.statsman. We'll have another episode up for you tomorrow. But until then, we'll see you next time. Have a great day, everybody.